everybody. Welcome to the 78th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early, coming at you live from Seabrook, New Hampshire. And uh, joining me today is your co-host, Tim Sullivan. Hello, I'm down in the south. I'm down in the south. And um, actually, if you don't mind, I'd like to begin this episode with a uh, short statement that oh. I've prepared. Okay. Um, th- you know what? That's fine. Why don't you? Why don't we just derail everything and you just go ahead and do that? <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> I'd like to begin this episode tonight by doing what the assumed wisdom of the proverb caucus says you cannot do, and that is comparing apples to oranges. Oh, this is going to be good. The orange is a hybrid between pomelo and mandarin, whereas the apples are in the species genus Malus. The apple originated in Central Asia and was brought to North America by European colonists. The orange, on the other hand originated in southern China and northeast India. Now, of course, apples have leaves on the stem and oranges do not. That doesn't even address how many different colors in which apples come and the monochromatic lack of diversity offered by the titular orange. And the word apple is Old English, whereas the word orange is derivative from Sanskrit. Apples are a wild fruit found growing in the mountains of Central Asia, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, and Xinjiang, China. The orange is not a wild fruit. Likewise, apples contain more fiber and improve healthy digestion, even lowering cholesterol. Apples provide more vitamins, famously vitamin C. Now, the flu has a shorter incubation period than COVID-19. COVID is estimated to be about five days, whereas the flu is three days. This means that the flu can spread faster than COVID-19. But the flu's transmission in the first three to five days is a major driver of its transmission, Whereas people can shed COVID-19 24 to 48 hours prior to the symptom onset. However, the biggest difference, scientists say, is that peak flu season is unlikely to occur during the last legs of an election cycle, whereas COVID-19 occurs amidst the pinnacle of Democratic primary elections and continuing into a divisive incumbent's re-election campaign. COVID is particularly pesky, seeing as the challenger to the incumbent is a man so demented, he not only should not have a driver's license, but he is heavily speculated to not even know he's running for president. So... Now, not only can you compare apples to oranges, as I just demonstrated, but you can compare the flu to COVID-19. You can even compare the first two godfathers. So I just wanted to be clear that this whole proverb of not being able to compare apples to oranges, we can consider that debunked, and people are free to compare the flu to the Chinese virus. I just wanted to get that out of the way. There's been a lot of speculation there. Well, thanks for clearing that up, dude, because I was under the impression that that was impossible. So. No, no, you can do it. You can compare apples and oranges. I just did it. There's a huge difference. If somebody says, what do you want, apples or oranges, sometimes you can say, you know what, both, you know? Wow. So I They're both fruits. Th- almost 30, 30 years of my life now just assuming I couldn't do that and just had never done it. But now, Yeah, that, no, you, you can do it. Now that I know, I'll just start comparing them all the time. It's fucking well, fantastic. Yeah, because it was bothering me because everyone said, you can't compare COVID to the flu. Well, why not? Why can't you compare them? Don't we compare everything to everything? Right. You can compare and contrast. Those are things you can do. Well, because they go, you can't compare COVID to the flu. And then you go, why? And then you go, well, because, you know, we've never seen anything like COVID. And then 
you go, what do you mean? There's nothing, there's never been something like this. And they go, well, we can't find anything to compare it to. And compared to the flu, it spreads way faster. So, oh, so you are comparing it to the flu. Well, uh, no, no. I, you know, it's so fucking, <laughs> it's fucking annoying. They go, you can't compare Boy. it to the flu, but it's way more contagious than the flu. I'm right. sick of it. I'm sick of this shit, dude. He's so sick of it, folks. He's absolutely, he's fucking had it. Well, you in New Hampshire, you're pretty much um, oh, kind, of, kind of about to be up and running. Yeah. Ma- Massachusetts isn't even close, dude. They're, they're saying five, eight, uh, May 18th, they're going to announce the plan. But there Which, is no plan. I'm assuming they're just going to follow suit uh, with what LA is doing and just be like, another three months. Yeah, I think they will. Which these people Chris, are, is, Chris is not happy about, let's just say. The, well, these people are pathetic. They don't even have any science on their side. First of all, f- like 40% of all COVID deaths are from nursing homes. So basically 40% of everybody dying from this thing is already quarantined in nursing homes. So it seems like that's kind of a solvable problem, no? At least in containing it. And it just doesn't make it so fucking annoying. Nobody, nobody's in the at-risk pool that isn't, like, why can't you just take the precautions if you're old, you know? Or, or you can just, if you're scared, you can just stay home and then everyone else can go out and they can die. So like, I can go out and die, but if you're scared, you can stay home. That's fine. I'm not going to make you go out, but I'm going to go out. Well, that's exactly right. And you know, I'm just, the, the whole thing is just absurd. Nobody's even leading this whole thing. You know what I mean? What is basically, basically what they're saying is, is, you know, if, if you want to make the decision to have an abortion or not have an, an abortion, that's up to you. But they're basically saying you have to have one. Well, that's the deepest irony, because I love the pro lockdown people. I'm calling them pro life people now because they don't want to if they can just save one life, they'll they'll they don't want to open anything. So. I always say, like, hey, man, it's it's my job. It's my choice. I'm pro-choice. I think people should choose to go out. But the pro-life party is also the pro-lockdown party, which is hilarious because they get so mad if you call them pro-life. But that's <laughs> that's precisely what they explicitly are. And it just it drives me absolutely nuts. And I'm just so sick of... First of all, if you're, if you're like, obsessed with any politician or main figure... In the political realm, like you're kind of pathetic. You can like them, you know, but like right. this obsession, this obsession with Fauci. Can you? Fauci's obviously a very qualified and intelligent guy. Like this guy's obviously an epidemiologist. He, I'm sure he's a whiz with virology. But what has he actually done? Has he all he's basically said is just stay away from people? He's basically saying, telling people what I would say. I'd be like, yeah, just kind of, you know, don't go to bars and restaurants and. Or shake hands or like he hasn't actually given any tips that's prevented anything. What I think is fantastic, by the way, is how when we started this podcast back 78 episodes ago. Yes. Off camera, if you will, we were like, hey, let's just not discuss politics because that alienates. uh, Oh, it was the last thing I wanted to do is is honestly, I'm so sick of hearing people's stupid opinions everywhere being barfed on me that I never wanted to be guilty of doing that to anybody Right, exactly. And then same thing for me on social media. I would never make a political uh, statement on Twitter or fucking Facebook or whatever. 
<sighs> but now I'm just so goddamn heated all the time. Well, you know what I it, fucking have no choice. It's you know what it is. It's like because it's so shoved down your throat. Like I can't watch a goddamn TV show without oh getting God. some silly, boring leftist, you know, lecture on on everything. And right. it's just like if if they're making it so I can't escape it. So now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If I have to listen to your stupid opinions, you're gonna have to listen to mine. And that's kind of, that's honestly what I'm doing. It's self, it's self-defense. It's, you know, I'm not going to break into your house and shoot you, but if you break into my house, I'm going to blow your fucking head off. And that's kind of the same thing. (laughs) If I can't watch anything, if you've completely thrown your stupid groupthink over the blanket of all things cultural, then at a certain point I'm going to snap. And that's what's, that's what you're listening to a man that has snapped. So my, (laughs) yes, he snapped folks. He's absolutely snapped. Um, my breaking point, I think, was is all is coming from all like the censorship shit. So like, oh yeah, it's disgusting. Google and and YouTube and fucking any platform, Facebook, the, they're doing it. You too. mean our you mean our tech overlords? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll just take down anything that they think, in their opinion, is misleading. So that's of a course very, it's a very dangerous game to be playing here, folks. Of course they do. And it's so funny that the people that are supposed to be kind of the arbiter for the, the plight of the working man really are just getting teabagged by these billionaires in San Francisco while vilifying somebody that wants to open a salon in fucking Dallas. So the same people that are letting literal child molesters out of prison are putting hairstylists into prison. This is how stupid these people are. And just because... Everybody who matters in society seems to be compliant with this. Doesn't mean that the absurdity is not like there's window pane clarity to the empty heads of these morons. And it's really starting to tick me off because you never actually realize how much power they wield over your life. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like haircuts and weddings are illegal. What? When, when the hell did this happen? And then again, I get you can hit me back with that. Well, you know, it's for the greater public interest. Like, is it though? Like, is there any actual science that supports liquor stores being open versus, you know, I don't know, a five person barber shop? The, the, this whole thing is so stupid. We take risks for everything. But again, I, I get that people people do trade freedom for security all the time go to an airport if you don't believe me but it's just it's it's becoming too much man and i'm so sick of being compared to some half-wit neanderthal that held a sign that people don't like up in michigan and now because i happen to agree with them on the lockdown they're just lumping me in with toothless bigots from you know the backwoods of you know missouri and it's just like it's so dishonest and annoying, and it's amazing well, how creepy these these little these little robots are that just you know step in in lockstep with everything. It's, it's bizarre, right? It's it's kind of like depending on on your stance on one subject. It doesn't really matter what subject it is. Um, you can be put in the in the category of either being a snowflake or a racist, and those are your only two options. Yeah, exactly. But the, the 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 irony is only snowflakes call everybody racist. So it's just like, it's it's one of these things where and again, yelling racism now is like yelling freebird at a rock concert. Okay? It's all all you can do is roll your eyes and just say, "Oh, who let this guy in?" But like for the most part, they admit they they literally debunk the science behind what they're saying. So if you say, 
oh, I can't afford, I can't afford a proper medical mask. They go, no, 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 just put anything over your face. So they're actually admitting that it doesn't actually need to serve a purpose. Just cover your mouth. Like they're, they're literally saying, why are you complaining about it? all you have to do is throw something over your face. And so, so I'm the moron for questioning a rule that even the people enforcing it admit is stupid. I just think just on principle, if something is stupid, you should disobey it. You Wait, know what I mean? I, I thought it had to be an N95 or it didn't work. If it had to be an N95, I would at least the science would back that up. But like even Fauci, the, our Lord and Savior, literally said that like <laughs> these homemade masks don't do anything. So the same guy in front of whom they're genuflecting every day as like this God-given, you know, like it's like fucking Moses reading the tablets of the Ten Commandments. It's like, dude, he's admitting that these masks don't work, and yet. I'm getting barked at by all these morons if I leave my house without one. Well, what's interesting is the CDC, like in the beginning of all this shit, the CDC, Fauci, everyone fucking said, masks don't work, there's no point, don't wear one. Then as soon as, you know, they sent the Patriots jumbo jet to get filled with like a fucking million masks, as soon as that shipment came in, they're like, oh, by the way, everyone should be wearing a mask. This will help really keep the spread down. It's Which fucking one is it, bro? Which fucking one is it? Yeah, and why aren't they charged with spreading disinformation? Why why aren't they why aren't they like censored like everybody else? And again, I, I understand. I was for the lockdown when this began because the whole point was to not overrun the hospitals. But there's literally a field hospital in Cape Cod that didn't see a single patient. So basically, we have empty hospitals. We have furloughed nurses ready to go back to work. So why don't you let everybody open? Because even if there is a sudden spike, we're prepared for it. We're more than prepared for it. We actually have beds sitting there collecting dust right now. That's how prepared for it we are. And, you know, if you even say that, it's like you're some idiot that doesn't get it. And again, why can't I compare this to the flu? Why can't I compare oranges to apples? You know what I mean? Well, you can. That's the thing. Well, if, I know that. And you know that. But it's just, I'm just amazed by how just creepy everybody is. Like, like, oh, I'm really sick of these white people. First of all, it's always, it's always like race is brought into it. It's just completely retarded. But I'm sick of these white people complaining that they have to wear masks to go to the store. And it's like, hey, dummy, there's no point of the mask. So why am I stupid for being against a stupid law and you're smart for being for a stupid law? Like, I, I just don't even understand where these people are coming from. And by the way, do these people need a history lesson on the goddamn Nuremberg trials? Just because something's a law doesn't mean it's a good idea. You fucking morons. And it, it, like, I'm sorry to be so animated because I, I hate when people do what I'm doing right now, which is get all red in the face and just barf out their stupid political opinions but again it's just enough is enough it is just it, there's no science backing this new york has been a complete disaster specifically because of a law that prevented covid positive nursing home patients from being discharged from the said nursing home so basically the same governor whose people's lips are red and pursed from kissing his ass so much is single-handedly presiding over the most disastrous handling of the COVID in the entire continent. And it, it doesn't make any sense. This guy single-handedly killed old people because of that law. And he just reversed it. And he didn't provide any PPE for any of these nursing homes. He didn't actually have a, any sort of state representative go into these nursing homes to make sure they were properly prepared. And and he did that. So why am I a grandma killer? But 
the guy whose ass you're kissing is literally putting... So I can't see my grandmother at a nursing home. But a, an old guy with COVID can go see her if he wants. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like These people are not good at their jobs. And just because they're on your team, it's like you're for it? Like it's It doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it really doesn't. It makes no sense, dude. I'm sorry for the rant, and I'm, we're, probably no. gonna, we're, we're probably going to lose listeners, but I, I, I'm just... fine. Dude, I'm done. I'm having an Alex Jones moment where I'm just utterly melting down. They because fucking did it, bravo! I've never seen people so dumb be so smug. They're so sure of themselves. Well, it's, it's, be- it's becoming much more difficult for me to argue with people on social media because now, literally overnight... My sources, which I would reference in the argument on social media, literally get taken down off the internet. Oh, well, that's a, how many videos I, I've personally had uh, three friends send me videos this week that when I went to click on it were taken down. Right. And then if so, they'll be like, well, bro, it's science. How can you argue with science? As doctor says that this is a fucking big deal. Yeah, that's great. I've seen about 70 videos of doctors saying it's not a fucking big deal. And every time I try to go show it to someone, it's fucking missing. Yeah, it's disgusting how, how much, um, you know, these tech companies really are just in the pocket of these moron politicians. And it's completely fine if you disagree with what that doctor or what that person has to say, but by removing it from being accessible to the fu- to fucking the rest of America is not okay. It's not fucking okay, dude. Oh, these people are insane. I mean, they, they don't even have, like, now it's not even about science. Now it's just name-calling, because before they used to be able to say, like, oh, well, there's this many cases, the the death rate is this and that. And, you know, they, they kind of had some numbers on their side. Um, you know, you can argue on the politics, but they could at least make a case that this thing really was going to kill a shit ton of people. And now every day that comes out, even as as cases surge, the 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 demography of of its of its victims actually only gets smaller. So you have a, a more and more concentrated demographic of people affected by this, and it's way more easily to like. What's easier to control? My who my grandmother invites into her home, or an economy where nobody's working? Like I don't even understand. So I get people go, well, you can't go to a bar because then if you're around a hundred people, you know, then it's exponentially going to spread. And then those people will go to see the, well, how about this? How about if you go to a bar, you don't visit your fucking grandma, uh, you know, within the next 14 days. Is that really so hard? It's not that hard. And first of all, these creepy douchebags that live in these hip Cambridge towns probably don't even see their relatives anyways. Spare me. So also Why don't you go real- make your fucking sit on your beanbag chair and scrape more avocado on your toast, you pompous toad? <laughs> Sorry. I get a little animated. That's fantastic. Also, what I'm getting really kind of fed up with is, is every fucking tweet I see is, you know, some angry thing about 80,000 U.S. deaths. Yeah, where's right? the 80,000? If you go on the CDC's website, it is not 80,000. It's like 50,000. Dude, I'm on it right now. It says, as of May 12th, which is fucking today. 57,000 deaths. Yeah, like that's kind of a big deal when you're 23,000 dead people short. And I don't even know where they're getting this number. And I don't even trust these numbers. So no. What the shit and, and, and by the way, is for, for the record, there, there's a there's a huge difference between being a conspiracy nut and just being suspicious. I think skepticism is actually a patriotic standpoint for the most part. I think it's actually good that most people don't just blindly do whatever we're told without at least questioning it but then you see the people that are in charge like are, are fearless people in the media 
They don't even push back. Like, I, I mean, if, if you want to get actual opinions, you have to read like columnists in the Boston Herald, but you can't get it from actual reporters. Columnists are the only ones that are actually inquisitive, and that's because they're they're literally paid to give their opinions. But the actual reporting, like, so when Baker says May eighteenth, we're going to start talking about uh, Phase One, nobody presses him. Nobody says, "What do you mean by that?" Like. It, so the the people that are hired to kind of be our conduit of information are just awful, terrible job. It's terrible. And also, and then I love seeing the tweets where uh, people are like, "Oh, you know, the United States of three hundred and fifty million people had this many deaths, but in China they only have like five thousand deaths." It's like, bro, what makes you think that that number is even remotely fucking accurate? Yeah, why don't you tell me Kim Jong Un's golf score while you at it, you <laughs> fucking. Propaganda eating twerp. Like these people don't even know what they're talking about. The same people, like when Bohemian Rhapsody plays in China, Freddie Mercury isn't even gay. They literally edit it out so he's not gay. So, and and he's Asian. Yeah. So, I I just don't even understand this. So, the same people that clearly American business folks go out of their way to censor so that they don't have to actually, you know, fight China's uh, transparency. Uh, transparent creepiness, they, they they bend over for them. And, and yeah, the fact that, like, any any sentence that begins with China says, you lost me. <laughs> you fucking lost me. Why don't you tell me how Jeffrey Epstein killed himself while you're at it? Right, right. You can but also clearly see on the CDC website that we are, we are well past the curve, folks. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, uh, uh, beat the... Whatever the... F- slow the spread whatever the stupid bumper sticker was when this first came out you know we already did that so what's what's the next plan here and people go well we've never dealt with anything like that first of all we have actually there are, there literally was an asian flu in 1958 and it killed oh, a hundred yeah. it killed a hundred thousand people yep. so we we've literally done this before and i just don't understand even if it even if it is a completely new thing I mean, what does that even mean? Like, so now as a reaction to this, and they're already saying there's there's over eighty thousand cancer diagnoses that that are are down from from last year. So there's a bunch of people that are probably going from stage one to stage two cancer right now because they haven't gone in, they haven't actually got biopsies, they haven't even seen the doctors with something that they they may not even know is cancer yet, and it's so. What are you going to say to all those people? Like either way, so so ending the lockdown may kill more people. Continuing the lockdown will definitely kill more people. So sure. I, I don't even understand what this nonsense is. Like, yeah, whatever you can call names, but like, what is the science behind these decisions? And a good thing I fucking went in when I could. So like, obviously, I figured out I had. Well, I didn't figure out I had cancer, but I had a sneaking suspicion. Mm. If I didn't, like, act when I did and, like, get the appointment scheduled and all that shit, who fucking knows? They'd probably have been like, oh, just maybe don't come in for a long time. Because, right. like, I kind of was in the hospital during the absolute peak of all this shit. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I went to three different hospitals. Wait, single- so you were in the hospital before we flattened the curve? Before we flattened the curve. I would say I was at the peak or just before the peak. Yes. Okay. And every hospital I was in was literally fucking dead. There was like nobody in it waiting at the fucking uh, entrance would be like 10 nurses asking me like, you know, who I knew, who the last person I touched was, what color my shit was this morning, 
would take my temperature. But what color was put, your shit that morning? Do you remember? Uh, just like a nice, uh, kind of like a jello pudding brown. Um, nice. But they're not going to put 10 fucking nurses at the door to ask questions with a clipboard to the one person that fucking comes in unless right. they have nothing for those people to do. Dude, of course. And why aren't we being honest about this? Like, you can still you can still speak to the severity of this virus while also acknowledging that there's a huge gap between patients and actual health workers, you know, like service. I mean, the, the, why are we laying off nurses during a pandemic? Oh, dude, no, you can't do that. You have to pick one side and you have to just defend it to your death. There's no there's no agreeing to things here. Dude, exactly. If if I can go if I can go to breakfast and say, um, I'm I'm either gonna get uh, orange juice or apple juice. Which one's better? The waitress is probably gonna give me an answer. Right. She's so not you can't compare. Say, she's not gonna say I like to I like to mix them together. And you're gonna say, well, I fucking do. So just bring me them mixed together, okay? Yeah. And and this whole thing is just insane. I'm doing everything in New Hampshire right now. Um, cause the, the, you don't get the 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 you know frowns from people. If you're not wearing a mask, and I have a mask, I just it actually just came in. But um, nice, that's awesome. Oh, I'm just so sick of this shit, dude. Because it's also, not even doing anything. It's pretty crazy too. Like you, you know, cut somebody off with your shopping cart, or they cut you off, and they're like, "Oh, sorry," and you're smiling at them, and you're like, "Don't worry about it, man." But they can't see you smiling. They think you're an asshole now. Well, that's exactly right. You're like fucking Bane from Batman. It's just all eyes. Don't let it happen again. Unless darkness is your ally, in which case <laughs> you may be enjoying this. It's not, though. I'm afraid of the dark. Oh. Folks. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, do we have anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. by the way, I'm drinking. <laughs> now that drink- all of our listeners have shut this have off. shut this off. Um, if you haven't shut this off and you don't agree with anything we just said. I appreciate you for continuing to listen. That's fantastic. Um, But this time around, I'm drinking the uh, Weinstefaner Hefeweiss beer Dunkel. Now, Dunkel means dark, so it's the dark version of that. Dude, where did you find those? I found it at Market Basket, which I was in with a bunch of people rubbing elbows, spreading germs, and... Rubbing weenuses? The whole state of home thing was fucking pointless because everyone goes shopping and we all fucking are touching each other. Jesus, um, dude. So how's the dark? So wait, is it like a stout or like a... uh, What is it? No, it's honestly just like the regular Weinstefaner Heffy Weiss beer that you would drink. Just with like a little bit more... A little bit more... You know, to it like a little, little, little more bitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also oh, love how German, right? So German's like one of the scariest languages. Like, <laughs> but it could also be like real bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I read this beer, I could be like, "Wants to find a hefeweizbier donkel." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. It sounds like just some goof wearing clogs. Or you could just be like, "Wants to find a hefeweizbier donkel." You know? Right. You could either right. be a total dick or a total pussy, and, and you could be German. Yeah, so talk about apples and oranges, you know what I'm saying? Dude, exactly. I mean, <sighs> I'm drinking a Ho Garden right now, but I miss oh, the wine. Oh, those are fantastic. Those are oh, so they're, fantastic. they're great. They have like that nice, I don't know what the flavor is. It's almost like it's almost like anise or like allspice. It's got like a, you know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. I don't, I don't have quite the sophisticated palate that you do, but I do, I do suspect there is some X factor that that's what you're talking about because oh, I fantastic. did acknowledge that. 
just so goddamn uh, tasty. My God. Oh, dude, unbelievable. I love how there's directions on the back of the bottle on how to pour it, too. Is there really? Yeah, you're, you're supposed to pour two-thirds, then swirl the bottle, and then top it off. That's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> so we have a things to Basio says. Actually. Oh, yes. Good, good. I saw that idiot today. So, oh, how was he? I thought he was going to shoot me because I know every time I'm in Haverhill and I see the Acura, I just assume it's him. So I'm kind of usually pretty observant anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I was pulling into Piero's Bakery and it's like a very tight squeeze. So you kind of do have to get intimate if there's somebody pulling out at the same time. Um, and so I was like, I wonder if that's the base. And while I was like carefully turning in, I was like, because he has tinted windows and I was like squinting at him. And then I identified him, but he didn't know it was me. So he was just grilling me. I thought he was honestly going to shoot me. Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure he's always packing in his, in his car, too. Well, he's not allowed to anymore, so... Oh, wait, no. The, yeah, the, the, the state took his guns. They did. They took them all, and he's pissed about it. Oh, thank God. Um, but just completely out of the blue, this is the text we get from DeBasio. Uh, I am capable of eating a significant amount of hot dogs. Think about how many hot dogs you think it would take to kill a man, then double it. That's how many hot dogs I eat. Now, I mean, that's, that's as, as perfect a... A representation of just him as anything. Now, the weird thing about DeBasio is he sends something like that, which even had a semicolon in it, which makes me wonder if he copy and pasted it. Because then if you read everything he says after it, it's just like a total degenerate that's never used words typing. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, those um, little refrigerator magnets that have words on them or yes. or, it, or just letters. It, it's <clears throat> It's almost like he just tosses a few of those out. On the on the kitchen floor, like the dog knocked him over, and you got to pick him up. It's just it's kind of like that's like getting a text from him. It's just this random assortment of words that make no sense in content in context together. Just right. a very he's, weird guy. He's absolutely correct, folks. Um, <clears throat> so Russian collusion, huh? Fantastic, folks. Ah, fantastic. So good, dude. Now let, let this be a perfect example of the media and how dangerous it is for them t- to delete shit. So say there were things proving that this never happened, and they just deleted all that. So the only thing that you can get is them saying it did happen, but it didn't happen. So well, see how they dangerous should this is? delete it because they humiliated themselves for three years. But um, yeah, no, I agree. There's no, there's no paper trail. I mean, they're sneaky, dude. They're but so for sneaky. the listeners at home, do you understand how dangerous it is to delete information from access to Americans? As as someone's just deleting this podcast from their library, answer me. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm totally fine with that. You know, I'm at the point of just having no expectations for these people. I realize the people that identify them smart as educated and and intelligent um, are actually really dumb. I don't even like. I don't even know what the term uneducated means anymore. I, I've never seen dumber people than recipients of ivy league college degrees honestly i don't think they're smart some are obviously but i think anybody that's in a level of importance is just dumb right somewhere like is trump is trump is trump dumb yes are you guys also dumb yes (laughs) somewhere along the line progressive became which is supposed to be open-minded has become extremely closed-minded well, no, and progressivism is never open-minded. Liberalism is supposed to be open-minded. I still think, like, I think I would identify myself as liberal in a lot of ways. But progressives are oh, like the... Uh, how so? I mean, just in the in all the kind of basic tenets of the cross, you know, like free speech. Like smoking cigarettes. Well, you know, oh. free speech, the, the like due, due process, you know, 
you know, you can kind of run down the the, the bill Ooh, of rights if you want. Speech. That's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But progressives like are one. like the uh, they're like the uh, evangelists. Now, does that, free speech that, does that does that apply to social media or that doesn't apply to social media? Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha well, so, folks, so technically, you. these are private companies. These are private companies that do not need to, um, you know, abide specifically by by the Constitution. I mean, in terms of, you know, you can get fired for saying something awful, but you won't get arrested for it. There's a, there's a difference between between a law and a and a policy. So so that's how they get by. Like the these people do have the right to censor, but the problem is once they open up. The proverbial can of worms. <laughs> they um, they don't even realize what they're doing because as soon as Mark Zuckerberg deletes a post he doesn't like, he's he's become a, a publisher of of material. So that means right. that he's now responsible for everything. Whereas if he just kept it as a platform, um, it would be different. It's like so Al, Cap- of- Al Capone can call a guy and tell him to to go kill somebody, but you're not gonna you know AT and T isn't going to be liable for that. But if, is, if somebody on Facebook does that, they're liable. Is there a version of Twitter? Well, obviously it wouldn't be Twitter. It'd be something else that I can use that is that you can't do that on. Well, I mean, it just has, it just, it's, it's really just the, the policy. I mean, these are private businesses, right? No, I understand that. Is there, is there a way I like can a, essentially tweet that nobody can ever take it down because that'd be illegal. I don't think so. And uh, there's the problem, folks. Thank you so well, much. You walked right into my question. Exactly how I wanted to. I, I did not know it was rhetorical, but yeah, no. I mean, these these people. Um, it's so Orwellian. It's like the same people that claim to be protectors of truth. They're always the ones that are like the least trustworthy, and like the least honest. Somebody, if you're listening, still text me and be like, "Hey, man, I, I actually am still listening." I'll be like, <laughs> "I'd be amazed if anybody's still in there." But whatever, dude. I mean, like, I, I honestly, again, I, I never wanted to spew my political bullshit on this on this podcast, but I just enough's enough, dude. You just get Can to you? a point where you get so angry and you have to do it, and then everyone keeps silencing you, and you can't be silenced on here. So yay, dude. Yeah, like, oh, look at this hillbilly that wants to go to Applebee's. You know what? When your you know little, what, when your little hip Mediterranean cafe down the street from your cool Cambridge studio apartment goes out of business due to lockdown, the only restaurants that are going to survive are the chains, asshole. So guess what? I hope your your little Upper East Side in Manhattan neighborhood that had this nice little chic, you know, bouillabaisse of of minority owned companies is just going to be replaced by Chili's and Applebee's and TGI Fridays. And enjoy that, you fucking asshole. And Applebee's sucks, man. So that's really unfortunate. Applebee's is terrible, but uh, these people are so short-sighted and so ignorant and dumb. It drives me fucking nuts. Sorry, we should bleep that out. The, that fuck sounded like really aggressive. Okay, I'll I'll definitely bleep that out. This is a giant cock. Um. Anyways, I'm most of the way. I know that I'm going to get flack for this. If anything, I'm going to get flack in this episode. It's not going to be the political opinions. I, I have mean, that go yeah, this episode green. is just is just. This is like the dark, the dark episode. Right. So we're about to get we're about to hit the darkest part right here. Um, I might get shot for this. I haven't actually watched Breaking Bad yet. I'm actually I'm I on season, I, I'm on season two. Okay. Which how many seasons are there? Well, five. Okay, so I'm on season two, like episode like seven or some shit. 
Yep. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But the reason I'm oh, going to get... Oh, I thought you were going to shit on it. I no, thought that's, a, I thought that's what you're building up to. Right. The reason I'm going to get shot for that is because I, I haven't watched it at all yet. And it's been out for how many years? Many. Oh, yeah. I think it ended in... Um... But also, there's loads of people that haven't watched Twin Peaks, and that's been out for 25 years. So. Oh, yeah. But, dude, I would never, give someone, I would never give someone flack for starting Breaking Bad. I love to see it. Um, Even if I'm super late to the party, you wouldn't yeah. give me flack? Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I anybody that's seen it or even starting it, I I don't care how late it is. It's 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 the best show, man, and it it gets even better. It's you don't real even know. Good, I know. I don't. Season dude. season three is when you start to be like, oh my god, now I'm starting to see what the hype's about. And then season four comes, and you're like, I this is better than anything. How are they going to top it? And then somehow season five comes in and you're like, holy shit. It's Breaking Bad is my favorite thing ever. That includes movies. That includes books I've read. Jesus Christ. That includes tweets I've seen. I've, it's just seriously? the best thing. Yeah, oh dude. Oh, my God. Well, um, in the uh, – when they show the still shot for, you know, for it on Netflix – it's Jesse, and he's he's got a beard, and he's wearing, like, normal clothes instead of, like, some sketchy fucking jacket that's four times too big oh, yeah. and, like, Adidas sweatpants, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I'm like, ooh, he's going to, like, get mature and shit. This is going to be exciting. And I Dude. also saw a meme that said, happy Mother's Day out there to all the mothers except for, and then it was a picture of Walter's wife. So I was like, ooh, she must, like, get real bitchy as it goes on or something. Yeah, and I don't know what's going to happen, so don't fucking tell me, dude. Don't fucking tell me. Dude, I'm just excited. I figured too when you were starting to talk about Jesse Pinkman in the chat that you were uh, you were seriously uh, watching it. Is Jess watching it with you, or are you on your own? She is, yeah. Because if she wasn't, I'd already be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but oh, I'm jealous. I was actually so I know Bud just re- it just started rewatching it, so I think he's on like season three or something. <clears throat> but um, I I've been thinking about doing the same because it's been a few years now, and I I kind of there's enough there's enough little stuff that i'll forget yeah that will give me that'll give me joy rewatching. Oh, yeah. yeah like yes. i can i can rewatch the fucking office over and over endlessly and it, it yeah. never gets old because there's always like little shit that's you're like oh hey, fucking yeah that's great yeah and there's something weird about the office it's almost like i don't dude i don't know it's almost like they put some like hypnotic thing about it where yeah. it just makes you happy when it's on like even if i'm like even if I'm like reading on the couch, I'll put the office on and just mute it. I just like having it there. It's like right. I, I don't know what it is. It's like a painting on the wall. Just having it somewhere in proximity to your eyeline is just it's great. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic, folks. Um, and once you've seen it all, one one thing through, you can just put random episodes on. It doesn't matter what fucking season, and you're just like, this is fantastic. Right, right. Jeez, it's great. But I'm pumped that you're starting Breaking Bad. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Hey, man. Anytime. Uh, it's, it's kind of almost like I read the book Holes. I read, I read that book three times as a younger kid. You did? Because I loved that fucking book, dude. Yeah, it's a good book. Isn't it? And then yeah. I remember giving it to my dad and being like, Dad, you got to read this book. It's so fucking good. You got to read it. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, no, seriously, that's so fucking good. And he's like, all right, I'll read it, I'll read it. And he obviously didn't read it because I was a little fucking kid <laughs> telling like a 50-year-old guy to read this fucking children's book. Right. But I was just so jacked up on that fucking book. Did your dad lie and say he read it or did you just no, leave it alone? he kind of did like the, yeah, yeah, I'll read it, I'll read it. But I never like followed up with him after that. He just goes, yeah, yeah, I'll read it. Let me just get up here and pretends to trip, whips it in the fireplace. <laughs> oh, oh. 
Ah. Which brings me oh, back to, remember when there was summer reading, you had to read, you know, like the three yeah. books on the list or whatever? Yeah. Um, so this That really my... only worked before the internet, though. Yes. Would, that would with, not work now. Because with Cliff Notes, you can get it all, or whatever they, whatever the uh, online thing is. Absolutely, dude. Um, but I was reading my summer reading books up in my bedroom and this was my old house where I had the pool. So my dad was out at the pool and he all of a sudden just heard what he thought was like a bird dying. Cause he heard like something flapping to the ground. Yeah. And he turned around and just saw my book flying out my window, <laughs> just like landed next to him. And he was like, Oh, did you just finish? I was like, yep. And then, like, oh, slammed so you, my window. So you actually did hock it right after you finished? Yeah, I finished and just fucking whipped it out the window. You know what my favorite is, is when you got, when you're reading a book. I've been reading a ton lately. Just humble brag. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I like when Jesus. people brag about reading. Like, <laughs> that's literally all we do between emails. To, like, all you're doing is reading all day. It's not that impressive. But, um, dude, if I read books as much as I read people's fucking Twitter feeds. Oh my god, I would read so many goddamn books. I bet you you read the equivalent of 45 pages a day on Twitter. Like I bet you if <laughs> I bet you if you if you your eye could somehow scan all the words, you're probably reading like 800 words a minute, but just on Twitter. Um right. But uh no, but it's funny cuz you do actually get uh you you build up an aptitude to like actual reading. Like once you start reading all the time, you start getting like faster at it, and it's just I don't know what it, it's it's weird. It's like your your mind and your eye just somehow get they're somehow connected, dude. Well, they figure out how to how, <laughs> they figure out how to take in information. Like so, like when you first start reading, you notice you just kind of follow the text in a linear left to right fashion. Finish that line, start from the left to right, but then. The better you get at it, you realize that your eyes are actually focused in the middle of paragraphs, and all the peripheral information. It's just you're you're getting that faster. It's almost like the the point of 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 a paragraph reaches you, and then the other stuff's just all. But it's weird. It's weird. I won't go into it, but and I, I've read I've read into it too. Oh, did you? Wow, Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, it took me forever to read it, but it was good. I remember when I took the SATs. Uh, there was like a long essay question or whatever that you had to read like a passage and the passage was about yawning and it said, look around like somewhere in there. It said, look around your classmates will be yawning because yawning is contagious or whatever. And you look around and everybody's yawning. And I was like, this is fucked up, dude. I literally just, I literally just yawned. See, see folks unfucking believable. Well, that was one of my favorite YouTube pranks. It was the yawning prank. A guy just walks by like a group of people on the sidewalk and yawns. And then, the camera stays on them and they all just start yawning. It's hilarious. What the fuck, dude? Um, There'll be like a I, group of 10 tourists and the guy will just walk by and like outstretch his arms and yawn and all the tourists will yawn. It's actually really, <laughs> it's actually really funny. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, I have been actually reading more now, but for me, like the amount of reading I'm doing now is, is the same thing as like when they said COVID-19 deaths have increased by like 2000% because there were zero a few days before and then all of a sudden there were, you know, right. I can't do the math, but I'm guessing that's 20. Is that how that works? But either way, um, I'm, I've read like two books. Yes. Yeah, so. so your book, your book reading is, um, is up. what I'm really worried about. And, um, Fauci will probably talk about this next week is the second spike in celebrity, uh, comfort 
sing-alongs. I think that's really going <laughs> to I think that's really going to hit us hard. But oh, Jesus. But they should do they should actually re-edit John Lennon's song and go like imagine there's no haircuts and just <laughs> and just replace all these words with stuff that we can't do. Oh god. It'd be great. That's good shit. Uh, I mean, I don't, and I don't here's trust. the thing too. In in a year from now, there's going to be no television or movies new to come out because nobody's filming anything right now. So that's going to be weird. That's actually a good point. That will be weird. Yeah, like what's gonna what's gonna be on Netflix a year from now? I mean, there'll still be some stuff, but a lot. Imagine of, a lot if, of, t- if Tiger King didn't come out when it did. Oh, dude, that guy got so lucky releasing that right when he did, man. Oh, it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. Fucking Tiger King, dude. I kept scrolling by it, too. I was like, I'm obviously not watching that. And then I started seeing everybody being like, dude, this is amazing. I was like, oh, Think about all the documentarians that dedicate 10, 15, sometimes more years to capturing a subject. And they, they finally release it after all the blood and sweat that went into it. And it just gets like forgotten about immediately. Think about how satisfying that guy is. He finally releases this documentary that he's been working on for 15 years. Well, probably like 10 years. And, well, actually, I think the original was like five years ago. But but anyways, years spent on this thing. And right when he releases it, there's a national stay-at-home order in place where <laughs> the only thing to do is watch Netflix. Right. Which like, also dude. reminds me, fucking Seinfeld stand-up is fantastic. Oh, special. it's so good. Dude. So I was actually fun. thinking of DJ Petty. Oh, this would be the test if, if they lasted. Oh. When, when, he, when uh, his bit about the post office is fucking hilarious. When he's like... <laughs> He's like, oh, you mean their you you mean their business model from 1630 isn't still working out? <laughs> and then when it, like the postmaster general is like deigning to say that they need to raise a stamp another penny, it's hilarious. <laughs> but I thought of DJ Petty because he mocks Postman in that bit. Fantastic. Did you know Not that the... Matt Boucher was at that actual filming? Was he really? Yeah, he's in the audience. You can hear his laughter in that stand-up special. No, come on. Yeah. Jesus well, Christ. I can't, but I, he, he probably can. He was literally there, though. That's fantastic. It's great stuff, isn't it? Um, Jesus Christ, was there something else I wanted to talk about or some shit? Mm. How about when people are like, uh, you know, they walk in and they're like, "Oh my God, the craziest thing just happened," and you're like, "Yeah, what happened?" And they could be, they could say like, "Oh, I, I don't know." fucking almost got in a car accident but didn't right mm-hmm. but instead they're like well this fucking bitch you know <laughs> starts turning out into the road and i'm like oh my god what is this girl doing and then she rolls down the window and she's like hey bitch and i'm like oh my god did this bitch just call me a bitch and i'm like hey fuck you and then she says to me right listen to what she says she says hey get out of the fucking road so then i said it's like listen <laughs> the so story much... you're about to tell me where you say i was like and then you say the thing that you said that I don't need to know that you said. Just cut all that out. Yeah. Give me the cliff notes and then get the fuck out of my office. How's that? I, I totally agree. Some people with their storytelling is so awful. Like so many pointless tidbits. If you're gonna like, tell a story go, and you say, and I was like more than two times, your story fucking sucks. Oh yeah. Well, I was talking to that idiot Danny Kerrigan, and he goes, um, he's telling me a story about when he's in Ireland and he goes he goes, yeah. He goes, so I, I leave this bar, and I'm on uh, I'm on O'Donohue Street. No, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm on 
I'm on Driscoll Street. I'm like, dude, I don't even, I've never even been in the continent in which this story takes place. Like, why would it matter to me what street you're on? And of course, it winds up being a completely pointless detail. Right. Some of these people just get, and they'll go like, oh, I remember, uh, I had this teacher in sixth grade. What was their name? It was me, me, Tommy, Billy, and Edward, and fuck, was Nick there? No, it wasn't Edward. It was, it's like, bro, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't care, folks. I don't. He, folks, he really doesn't. And it's always those people, too, when you start telling them a story, they're, like, staring at their shoes or looking at their phone. And it's like, dude, fuck you. You have no listening skills, and you made me sit through your awful story. Jesus Christ. Listen, well, I, how about I, Mark the Shark's uh, awful tweet today? Bro. Did we already talk about how he, he scammed me because I thought that he was actually smart? Not that I thought yeah. he was smart, but I thought he was actually smart. No, we, ta- for a we talked about the plagiarism. Oh my god, dude. On last week's episode. This fucking he goes. Alright, here's this awful tweet. He goes, Whoever's been playing Jumanji these last few months needs to wrap it up. What, dude? What does that even mean? Like his whole idea is like, you know, the game Jumanji, it unleashes all these awful things into the world. Bro, if you But it's just it's just terrible. I mean it has thirty one likes after seven hours, so that it's tells even you all worse. You know. It's even worse on Twitter. Than it would be in like real life. If you make a joke and I go, what does that even mean? Right. Because I on agree. Twitter, I can read it four fucking times and still be like, bro, if I'm putting this much effort into figuring out what your joke is about, it's a fucking terrible joke. And that's all of his, twi- his Twitter feed. Oh my God, dude. It's brutal. Absolutely like, brutal. He's just, his mind is just not bright. <laughs> My God, this is the best is global pandemics, earthquakes, Kylie Jenner going outside without makeup. We truly are living in the end of the days. (laughs) It's almost like, like if I was trying to be like ironic and say a dad joke, that's what I would say. But he's trying to sincerely be funny. Well, listen, speaking of dad jokes, I mean, some dad jokes are fantastic. Like booze dad jokes that he posts every once in a while are fucking they give me a good gut laugh. Oh, well, dad jokes are great because, one, they normally are very clever, but, two, they they have a built-in irony baked into the cake. Like, the, the whole point of the dad joke is that it's, like, kind of corny, but they're still clever. Right. So they have right. charm. Yeah, yeah. So that's because why I, like, think, I think most dad jokes are hilarious. And I think that's why it works so well is that in the delivery, you kind of hint at that you know this joke is a terrible joke but that's what makes it that's funny. exactly right it, it right. has the it has the pretense of the the joke teller is like in on how cheesy it is right whereas like mark is trying to be like dane cook yes yes what you can't you can't do you can't no. do that right even dane cook's not famous anymore so how did that work out right even dane cook doesn't want to be dane cook anymore right it but, doesn't make um, any sense. Yeah, it's like when the waitress is like, so how was everything? And then the dad is sitting there in front of an empty empty plate, and he goes, well, I didn't enjoy that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's rich. Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Great. Um, I mean, I guess we're probably running out of steam. Do you think we're running out of steam? Yeah, I think it's a good point to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's even listening anymore. Text right. us if you made it to the end. Yeah, please do. I mean, we are completely full of shiff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was actually really good. I like that one. 
But, uh, <laughs> so fucking, yeah, yeah. So ads, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, please be sure to follow Squick Squawk Sunshine on the social media. Um, now that we shat all over your political opinion, be sure to go to I'm so sure and buy our merch. Um, or you can pull an Alex Sabot because he's the man and you can just Venmo us five bucks. Like every time I listen to an Alex is the best dude. He is the best. And he did. So I'll tell you, he kept asking, Hey man, May 30th. Hey man, May 30th. And then I would like respond and say stuff to him and then forget to like answer the May 30th part. But I just finally said, you know what, man, I'm just so fucking lazy that I'm just going to pass. And he was like, dude, no worries, man. And I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. That is, he's a man that respects an honest, straightforward answer. Actually, he, he came by the other day. I'm going to have to uh, say for himself, anything good? Nah, it's just, you know. And he asked much. me one time if I could make him a gluten free loaf. And I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to look into it for him, dude. He's, dude, he's the best, man. I fucking love that kid. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, this guy. He's Alex the Abel, absolute, he's the absolute man. Alex Abel. Um, but, um, yeah, anything else? What the fuck? I mean, that's really all I got to say, man. I think that's it. Um, well, thanks everyone for being tolerant of our political opinions and, um, <laughs> If you want to get into like a Twitter argument, just hit us up on Twitter because that's what Twitter's yeah, we're for. game, we're game. Um, I'm sharpening my phone right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! I just what a time to be alive, you know, dude. I'm like, it, it, I was off Twitter. I'm like Marty McFly. Everything's cool. I'm just hanging out. I don't want any trouble. And then Biff calls me a chicken. And like something about it, right. just I, I can't not get up and fight. Right. And that's kind of what, th- this is society calling me chicken. And I, I just can't resist getting up, putting on my orange vest, and just fighting back. I literally didn't even use Twitter. I would, I would, I would tweet like once a month. I'd scroll through and like read people's shit every once in a while. But once I started scrolling through, I started getting angrier and angrier. And then my tweets started getting more and or they started getting like less and less, you know, beating around the bush. And now I'm just an angry fucking <laughs> asshole. But the funniest part is like anger is like kind of kind of baked in. You know what I mean? It's like going to like a uh, uh, like a cross dress event. Right. Like you don't have to be gay or like even into that, but they're just kind of fun because they're wacky and it's something new. Like that's right. like Twitter. I'm not really an angry person. Like I'm actually, I think I'm actually always in a good mood, honestly. And pretty yet, much, yeah. And yet when I open Twitter, it's like it's not even like I'm. Sometimes I am, but like it's like part of the fun is just delving into being a Twitter oh, sure. psycho. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's even the same that- thing as like a straight guy just going to a cross dressing event. Even that fucking, just let him enjoy it. <laughs> that fucking lady kite that we got in an argument with. Oh. Bro, I love how she has... If you So obviously, if you get in a Twitter argument with somebody, you click on their profile. You, you do some research. Bio, yeah. You try and use some, some shit against them. That's going to like sting a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you do. So like the thing that people get against me is they're, they're like, your podcast fucking sucks. I'm like, I know, dude. That's not a good gig. You need <laughs> that's something what they better come than at that. You. But uh, so... 
<clears throat> the one with Kite, you click on it and she's like, this is a secondary account. Do not follow. It's like, so you made this account just to fucking start shit with people and be so anonymous that you can say whatever the fuck you want. There's no repercussions. Yeah, she's also Australian, by the way. She's also a piece of shit. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man. I went from not using Twitter at all to now just scrolling through, finding people that are saying 80,000 deaths, and then screenshotting <laughs> the CDC's website and just posting a picture <laughs> until like 3 a.m. I love it, dude. It's It, it really is, because it's, it's definitely not something... It, it definitely appeals to the baser of right. our personalities. I want, I want someone to be like, where did... Yeah, I'm sorry. I continue. I'm sorry. No, no, but it's something fun. It's like when you see housewives watching like UFC. Like sometimes you just want to take part in a little, a little fun bloodbath event. And I, uh, there's nothing you can say about Twitter and my angry tweeting that I don't already know. Like I, I just, I'm, I am a werewolf on a full moon, okay? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up in human form, and I'm going to be great. I'll eat scrambled eggs with you. But right now, there's a full moon outside. Just let me ravage, okay? Right. Just let me rip off my button-down shirt in my jeans and just go running with the wolves and howling and just pure carnage. Because that's that's what Twitter is. As soon as I open Twitter, it's, it's Teen Wolf on the full moon. You know what I mean? Hope yeah, there's yeah. not a basketball game tonight because I'm opening Twitter. And yeah. it's just, that's what it is. So once you accept it for that, everything else just becomes easier. He's absolutely right, folks. He's absolutely correct. Um, <clears throat> me and Jess will just be like hanging out, you know, normal shit. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. I kind of want this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll start, you know, typing shit on Twitter. And then like, she'll start asking me questions and <laughs> questions. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Clearly and then not she, paying attention. And then she's like, are you on Twitter? And I'm just like... Uh, what was that? What was that? And she's like, "Okay, I think you should probably put your phone away because then I start, because <laughs> then I start pacing and then like typing really fucking fast." And oh then, yeah, like, dude, you, your body temperature skyrockets. Oh, you start taking sweating. Like, deep breaths. Oh, you, dude, it and, gets... and it's always when your fingers fall off and you can't type a clear sentence. You have to right. just keep backspacing it. Oh, the and then you send fucking... it out and you reread it. Yes. But like you realize that you mistyped something anyways, yeah. and it makes you look like a dummy. Yeah, right. Dude, so then, at that point, do you fucking erase it and try it again, or do you just leave it? Well, dude, it's so funny because you just got to leave it. You got to let them know, like, hey, listen, sometimes sometimes spelling and grammar is going to be a casualty in the heat of battle. But Karen and I have like kind of a like a uh, a system. Yeah. Like I'll I'll, like we'll be watching TV and, um, you know, I'll say something to her. And if I get like a five second delay in her response and it's kind of just like sounds and I look over and she's on her phone. I just go, are you trolling? And she goes, yep. And then I always just go in the kitchen grab another Reese's cup and then come back down. And then she usually puts her phone down. Nice. And we just kind of respect the troll. Like right. if you're, if you're trolling, I'm not going to disrespect you by like talking to you. I'm going to let you finish your tweet. And then, and then, you know, maybe I'll even join in. Like that's the fun part. Right. Right. That's how I met kite. This is Karen. <laughs> Karen said something and kite fired back air kite. Another moron. That was probably the part of the kill Nana thing. And, um, worst, man. and we piled on and it was great if it you was, guys want to see what we're talking about just go on our twitters and look for kite yeah and again like people like say to me like don't you feel kind of stupid getting this worked up onto- no, no i don't so i really fun. don't it's I, honestly I, so much fun i don't feel again it's like it's like two guys sparring at a gym they don't actually hate each other right they, this is just what they came here to do 
they for came fun. here to punch each other's lights out and hopefully one of them reigns victorious. That's all Twitter is. I know exactly what it is. I'm not here to change people's minds. I'm here to call them dumb and stupid and make myself <laughs> feel better by putting them down. But as soon as I close the app, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm back to me. Right. I love how anybody thinks they're going to change anybody's mind on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like you're fucking Although although Karen did do it to that one kid. That's true. Yeah, they're best friends now. I've never seen it happen, but that was the only time. That was like a Palestinian and an Israelite just coming together and uh <laughs> and breaking bread. But um yeah, no, but Twitter like don't you like, don't you feel bad about, you know, lowering yourself to their level? Nope, not at all. I love it. Because you know what it is? As soon as I close the app, I mean, sometimes I lose a little sleep thinking about twerps that annoyed me. But for the most part, as soon as I close the app, you know, I'm good to go. I love how to... (laughs) So ridiculous, my Twitter personality is like, I'll say something like all in caps that's like a political thing. And I'll finish it with like KKBB and like a heart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You'll like like scream a political chant and then just end it with like a comical note. (laughs) It's hilarious, dude. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. And to be fair, for I usually like to go after like celebrities or people of importance on Twitter and comment to them. Right, because uh, you'll usually pick up a couple uh, you know, people that will start fighting you that aren't it, really that person, but they, you know. Yes, that's exactly right. Like if I pick someone in the media and comment like this guy's really stupid, you know, some of them those lines. Right, right. Then I know it's like setting the bait trap. I know I'm going to have like at least four hours of fun. Yes. Yeah. Because I just wait. I just wait for them to come. You know what I mean? One thing I love that fucking Chris D'Elia does is so like if somebody, if he tweets something and someone's like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot, huh? He'll just respond like, didn't think I'd actually read this, huh? And then like he'll just. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then he'll just rip them to shreds. And they usually end up like backing down. They're like, haha, actually, dude, you're really cool. I'm, I loved your last special. Uh, don't hurt me. Dude, that's so, so funny. They, funny. They get starstruck when he hits back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's so good. funny because the idea of Twitter actually is kind of hilarious. You know what I mean? Because you can you can get people's attention. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I Absolutely. think Leonardo DiCaprio, love him as an actor, but like huge hypocrite. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, really, the the oh. most famous celebrity environmental defender spends his days in yachts and jets. Like, how does this even? Is this a joke? And so, like, when you comment on anything, obviously he doesn't run his own Twitter feed. But like, when you comment anything alleging hypocrisy, um, you get a lot of really mad people. Oh yeah, to get back. Yeah, like yeah. if you. Like, Al Gore has a carbon footprint at least five times my own. His house in Tennessee has six bathrooms, okay? So it's like, this guy's not following your rules, environmentalist, but for some reason, because he's become the face of the operation, dude, you insult Al Gore on Twitter, you better be ready to fucking battle, dude. Those people, (laughs) those people, there's nothing funnier than an environmentalist that lives in San Francisco being red in the face of mad about how inconsiderate people are of the environment, and then just like... Giving the homeless guy that just shit on a stoop and left plastic everywhere like a buck to go get something to eat. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um. Find find me the hotbed of environmentalists, and I will find you the dirtiest location in the entire country. That's how hilarious it is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic, folks. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. 
Yeah. But uh Man, we really just barfed. Sorry to no, Sorry to get man. I'm not too fucking worried about it. The I'll thing is, I'm not even I'm not even emotional about it. Really, it's just I. You know who cares? This is my stupid opinion. It's not and so much politics I get heated about. It's the it's the whole censorship thing that drives me fucking crazy, dude. It gets my blood boiling. Well, I get news for you. None, nothing matters. Nothing. Whatever you think matters does not matter if you don't have free speech. Period. So that is you can't get anything done. Without the ability to say what you think is true. And so Why? I agree. I agree. When censorship comes in, that's that's actually really the, the enemy number one. I just, it's just, oh my God. Why is it that, you know, nobody should make anything mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Mandatory mm. shouldn't even be a thing. It should either be you want to do it, you do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't fucking do it. Obviously, outside of like you know having a job or not murdering people, those are kind of the obvious things. Well, things without externalities. So you're you're right. you're cut from the you're cut from the cloth of, of libertarianism, right? Which is weird because I'll argue with with liberals all fucking day. Well, you're a libertarian, which basically means like as long as I don't, it doesn't have externalities, just let me do it. Oh, so I have to cut that part out. Sounds like an idiot. Gotcha. <laughs> No, but I mean, I mean, liberals are kind of that was that was kind of the whole you know live and let live type thing. I guess it follows the same philosophy. But just let it's me not, do what I want to do, dude, and I'll let you do what you want to do. Just don't make me do what you want me to do, okay? Yeah, I have a weird. Uh, I don't agree with anybody politically more than ten percent because I have weird things. Because I'm I'm kind of the same way. Because I'm like, you know what? As long as they're not hurting anybody, just do what you want. Like, I don't care if you want to do heroin, just do what you want. But then, right. But then Karen and I walk Leo, and there's a bunch of losers on this park bench shooting up, and I hate that. And then I'm like, actually, yeah, I don't actually want that around me. So I, I kind of teeter back and forth. Right. It's tough. It's it's complicated. It's complicated stuff. It is complicated. But thank you for admitting that it's complicated. You know what I'm saying? Hey, dude. You know? I, you know I'm a big Avril Lavigne fan, so. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, all right, cool, man. Fucking, I guess we'll just call it here, because Jesus Christ, we're just going down a rabbit hole of... Uh, Anger. Um, well, and everybody, thanks for listening to the Absolute Surecast on a uh, fucking podcast here. Uh, if you want to uh, reach us out, go to the AbsoluteSureCast.com. It's www before the AbsoluteSureCast.com. Um, and uh, remember, rate and review the podcast. Uh, however you'd like. If it's uh, five stars, do it. If it's four stars, don't do it. If it's anything less than four stars, don't do it. Okay. And uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good night. I'm so sure can